Hey crew, Coach here. You know, I really appreciate you guys taking just a couple of minutes out of your very busy lives to listen to me. And hopefully at the end you get a little something out of each and every one of these. Hey, this particular week we are talking about the budget. The budget of a landscape project. And you can actually bleed this over to any home improvement project, but since I tend to, you know, focus strictly on landscaping, we're going to stick with that. You know, I have seen the almighty dollar confuse, postpone, and virtually eliminate folks from ever getting the landscape project they want started. Sometimes it was because they had uh, pie-in-the-sky ideas and plain flat couldn't afford what they wanted. There was that. For others, it was just basic money management and how to apply it realistically to a landscape project. This week we look at the dollar in some ways to make a project move forward without getting bogged down and nothing ever happens. Nothing ever moves forward to start or completion. Hey, budgets is what it is. Man, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get this thing started, shall we? Hey, I'm Matt and you can call me Coach. You know, this channel, this podcast is about DIY landscape education and concepts, the ideas so you can tackle projects yourself, be more self-reliant and save a lot of money in the process. And man, after a 20 year career in the green industry, I bring with me a lot of knowledge and experience that I wanna share with you guys, those modern, educated, self-reliant homeowners of today. You know, uh, on all consultations I developed over the years, you know, certain little phrases and things that uh, basically got people to start talking about dollars and talk about the project and their likes and dislikes. I, I had a little repertoire in my in my tool bag that I would pull out on each and every little consultation. One that I had kind of went like this. You know something guys, I don't want anybody having to eat pork and beans for the next five years in order to afford a new landscape. And basically what this was is a, uh, a realization that, you know, landscaping is an expensive project and process. It really is. It's not, uh, it's not like going down to 7-Eleven getting a Slurpee. It really isn't. It's a, it's a big dollar commitment. But this was my segue into breaking the ice, so to speak, and starting a conversation about a realistic budget for the design that I was gonna do for these guys. And hopefully, eventual construction too. Emphasis on realistic. Realistic is the key adjective in that paragraph, it really is. Oftentimes, many folks get pulled into uh, Pinterest and Google Images rabbit hole when they first think about a landscape project. They get on there and they just peruse, you know, before they go to sleep at night. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's what I want. Oh, geez, isn't that beautiful? You know, they, they see the beautiful photos and get some really, really good, but grand ideas. Oftentimes, these pictures were shown to me and folks would say, Hey Matt, this is, this is what we're really thinking about ideas wise. This is where we want to take this landscape project. And then they would run into that uh, buzzsaw, that buzzsaw of reality sometimes when they found out what the professional cost would be to take what they had and turn it into Pinterest. And I, I have had more, on more than one occasion someone say, 
Why is this damn stuff so expensive? It's just plants. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then I would have to start my educational role model phrases that I had for these people. You know, on average, many times the, the professional cost, and I know that I always preach DIY, and I hope you guys really stay in that mindset, but I'm a realist. I, I know that there's 70% of those people out there that'll never pick up a shovel and do a landscape makeover. So I want to educate you on professional costs when it comes to this stuff. As a rule, you can kind of say if you received a professional estimate for landscape services and it costs $25,000, which is certainly not out of the realm of possibility at all. You can generally assume if they didn't break it down in a line item type of estimate for you, you can pretty much assume that 25K was broken down into 12.5 for materials and 12.5 for labor. That's, that's a real generalization. Now, as time marches on, it actually probably starts to swing, I don't know, maybe 60, 40, when it comes to materials and labor costs, because things are just getting astronomically expensive. But if you've only saved up and sourced out maybe $7,500, there is obviously quite a disparity to reach your goal and get what you want done. Would you not agree with me on that? I ran into this more times than I could possibly count. Folks, not familiar with home improvement costs, professional folks that are in a totally different genre of vocation, folks not familiar with home improvement costs are not up to speed on current costs, especially when it comes to landscaping costs. It's just plants, coach. It's just dirt. No, it's not. Everything, everything out there has a price tag attached to it. The, the cost of growing it, the cost of uh, sourcing it, transporting it, preparing it, aging it. I could go on and on. You know, those shows like, uh, those shows that you see on HGTV and DIY Network, and even some of the, some of the ones on YouTube, and I'm not gonna mention names, but although nice and although entertaining, although on some comments that I've seen, it's so relaxing to watch her garden come to life. Yeah, it is, but what you don't realize is behind the scenes of that are some big ticket dollars. HGTV would spend 50, 60, $70,000 on some of those makeovers that were just average backyards because they brought in just the gooch of everything of everything. And there really wasn't a, a real strong budget applied. Now, I, I had the distinct pleasure at one time meeting one of the hosts of Yard Crashers many years ago at a garden show. He was a guest speaker and I spoke to him and uh, after I spoke to him he, he left no bones about it how glad he was to be away from that pressure cooker of a landscape series. Uh, just unbearable type of pressures that were brought to bear on some of those those hosts. So. You know, it's not all what it's cracked up to be. It really isn't. But on the, on the flip side of that coin, don't you wish you were one of those people at Lowe's that said yes to one of those hosts running up to you in the aisle and saying, hey, how would you like a... I'm sure some people wouldn't have minded at all now that it's uh, common knowledge to everybody. You know, on average, a, a backyard makeover 
and I'm dating myself here a little bit. It might even be more after the couple of years that I've been out of it. But, uh, you know, an average total backyard makeover from design to completion, I would say without huge frills, huge frills, could run you from an average of $12,000 to $50,000 or more, depending on the size of the yard, the fanciness and gooch that would go with it, and the materials, and importantly, the location. So considering budgets and stuff, if you, if you start receiving estimates that are you know, causing you to have heart palpitations and stuff like that, consider where you're at. Consider the amount of sourcing a professional has to go through to get it to you. You know, if you have a, a, a nice checkbook and one that could afford a few extra things, but those extra things have to come from a nearby state in order to get them to you, those costs are going to be, uh, you know, reflected in that estimate. They really are. Okay, so coach, maybe I can't afford... Uh, Maybe I can't afford a, a professional landscaper to come in and do the whole thing. Maybe I just gonna do what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it all myself. That's it, I'm gonna do it all myself. Well, hell yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what I'm all about is teaching you guys how to do it by yourself. Then you suddenly have earned yourself about a 50% off landscape sale. Just one catch, right? It's all on you. It's all on you. And then your, your budget is a little safer, but your back may not be. And everything has to be strung out a little bit time-wise because you may or may not be pounding away at it every single day. It might be every weekend for six weekends or more. So then what's another option? Well, how about that hybrid approach? I mentioned it in a, a few podcasts ago, the, the hybrid approach of where you do some and the pros come in and do some, now you got about a 30%-ish sale going on with a landscape project, depending on what elements you will do and what elements you will farm out to the pros. There's demolition, you're gonna, you're gonna save a lot of money if you do all the demolition, and you're gonna save a lot of money if you have a brother-in-law that does cement work. You know, you're gonna, those are big ticket items when it comes to both demolition of concrete and demolition of existing yard, those, you're gonna save thousands of dollars right there. But let's pump the brakes here just a little bit. Before you even seek out ideas, before you even put pencil to paper, before you ever pick up the phone to start gathering estimates, before you go on that Saturday morning with your Starbucks cup to your local nursery, you must you have to develop a firm budget. A firm budget before you go off and do all of that extra road work and due diligence. Then mold your project size and complexity around that dollar figure. Period. Period. Now, with that said, are there ways that you can get a couple extra dollars if you need to, fantastic. I'm gonna talk about a couple of them here in just a second where you have a little bit of fudge factor if you found something really nice that you just can't live without. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Any other way of not having a firm budget in mind sometimes grinds things down into frustration, 
arguments between each other and a feeling of uh, settling for something less rather than feeling a uh, surge of success and completion with the budget that you held in check and that you held firm to. If you are doing the project yourself, first state to yourself or yourselves, we have X number of dollars to spend. No more X dollars. We have $10,000 to spend on this, this backyard makeover. We don't have XY dollars. We don't have 17,500. We have X dollars. We have 10 grand. Now, what can we do with 10 grand? Can we source it all out and just sit back and sip on sweet tea and watch somebody else do it? Or 10 grand is because of the size of our yard going to put a dent, not a total makeover. You have to be realistic and you have to, especially in this day and age, you have to live within your means. You can't drag yourself out to where you're so financially stretched that you may sit on a beautiful, you know, colored, multicolored stamped back patio, but you can't afford to fill up your car tank with fuel, especially now. Thank you very much. You know, with that X number of dollars, maybe it is just spot on for pros to do it for you. Or maybe it's just enough to get a glorified cleanup and a few plants installed by you. We all have various sized checkbooks and I don't come from the Rockefellers. I don't come from the Trumps. I don't come from the, the Bezos and the Musk. So I would always have a budget. <laughs> whenever I, you know, and I was in the business, but I always established a budget before I went out and did it. You know, unless you hit the Powerball lotto and money is not an issue, the other, and I group myself in this, the other 99.999% of us will need a serious, honest evaluation of applicable dollars we have and what of that we can apply and spend on this project. There's enough debt for most homeowners just being an average family, just average. Maybe two incomes, a couple of kids, a dog in the backyard, a couple of cars. You know, the mortgage and taxes and insurance and health costs and car payments and food, credit debt and other surprise costs. Wow, you know, just existing, just, just to keep the boat afloat. And now you're gonna tackle a backyard project and add on to it. I always suggest, because I come from a very frugal background, I always suggest apply at least 75% of it of cash. And if you have to do some borrowing, then 25% of it. One idea I proposed to folks many years ago, as a matter of fact, it reintroduced me when I stepped away from the green industry for a while and I came back for uh, side work, is I came up with a master plan design concept. And I talked about that, I think, last week. The master plan design concept was for, originally for my DIY customer base. The ones who were smart enough to reach out to someone with little expertise, and yet then they would have a professional roadmap to get them where they want to go and at a pace that they could do it, still resulting in a professional look, still resulting in as if coach came in and did the job himself. You know, they would part out what they could afford. They would do what they, they could do. 
And yet, as long as they followed the, the plan, things would still end up at the same finish line. And I think what really made that uh, master plan work for a lot of folk was the fact that it became unified. Even though it may be done piecemeal-wise over, who knows, 30 Saturdays or whatever, they would still end up with a cohesive, unified, professional look as long as they followed the plan. As a rule, you know, when we talk about phases, <laughs> as a rule, landscape pros, including myself, we didn't, we didn't like hearing phases approach from clients. I, I heard it a lot. I heard, you know, we're going to do this over the course of time through phases. So uh, are you okay with that? And most of the time I would say, nah, not really. Gee, that's funny because the other two guys that were here too, they didn't like it. How come? Well, you think about it. I mean, as a contractor, we show up and we're going we're gonna to do a job. Well, if we go in there and we just demo everything for you and we leave you with a dirt lot and say, come on back and in six months and we're going to continue this and then we pick up everything that we've brought in and we haul everything away and go about our schedule and then when we come back six months later because you saved up some more dollars now we can weed what is there if you guys didn't do it and then we have to start all over again we have to set everything up we got to bring our tools back and it's a lot easier to do a start to finish project rather than a start, a stop, a start, a stop, a start, a stop. That is a DIY approach. And kind of remember that if you start shopping around for a pro. You know, you may get a handyman, an unlicensed, uneducated handyman to come in and do piecemeal stuff for you, but it's not gonna be very common and it might not be the quality that you're looking for. You know, the phase approach for a pro, it also throws a wrench into the, the pro's uh, scheduling and timing of ordering of materials or ordering of uh, manpower and the time of year may reflect on the availability of things in the green industry. If you have a you have a master plan design that coach did for you and now you're gonna have uh, John Smith the local handyman come in and do it and it's late November and coaches put in these plant materials, these, I'm just going to use a list of plant materials, and you help John Smith go out and look for those, suddenly you're going, we can't find anything. How, how come we can't? The retail nurseries don't have this stuff this time of year. Thanks a lot, coach. Well, it's not coach's fault. It's because you've decided to do this in a DIY sort of blended hybrid approach, but at the wrong time of year, and you don't have access to all the green supplies that are out there. You have access to the retail, not the wholesale. Places that I used to pull plant material from, I could go to the wholesale yards, even in the dead of winter, and there would be things there. They may be a can of dirt because that particular plant is dormant, or they may be little sticks sticking out of a can of dirt, but they're still the right plant. And next spring, they would come back and spring back to life. But they retail-wise, that's not how retail works. So it's a, it's a different approach. So if you are considering a landscape makeover, here is a list of the landscape elements you will have to source and cost out. Pros do this for you just as a matter of creating an estimate. But for you, you're going to have to locate this stuff 
and educate yourself on what costs are and then align those costs after you've educated yourself to the budget that you have to put towards it. Oh, by the way, do me a favor. As a listener here and as if you're signed up as part of my Yard Coach crew, you've heard this before, but don't call up professionals and ask for estimates when you are really only kicking tires at this point. You haven't established a budget. What you're basically doing is you're wasting a professional's time to come out and talk to you and spend an hour or more of his or her day going, "Uh uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And then you say, well, we're not ready to do it. We just want to see how much things cost. And that pro just looks at you like, thanks for, I'll never get this hour back in my life. And most pros will pick up on the fact because we all ask questions. We want to know, number one, how serious you are and how financially set you are and how we are going to get paid, et cetera, et cetera. It's all built into the contractor mantra of finding out and feeling out what kind of person has asked for my services. And as soon as we find out that you're just, you're just looking to find out how much stuff might cost so that you can have a little bit of knowledge, most of the time you're either going to get an astronomical estimate because we don't want to work with you, or you're going to say, I'll, I'll get back to you. I'll, and that's the last you're going to hear from somebody because you're, you're not a serious buyer. It's just like going and kicking the tires of a car at a car yard. As soon as the salesman approaches and you start talking, you go, oh, yeah, we're just looking, we're not really, really, that guy doesn't want to sit there and really pound on you too much longer if he knows he's not gonna sell a car today to you. Same thing goes with a landscape contractor, you know? So if you're gonna do that, make sure that you are ready and go and you're serious. Don't waste a professional's time. They have other things to do, like run a business. Okay, so here's some of those uh, here's some of those costs that I want you to put together for yourself, and this is uh, a, a two-column sheet. You have on the left-hand side of the column, you're going to have what your budget is. One line item, your budget. Let's say it's ten grand, and now you're going to go out and you're going to find out if you're going to hire a designer. Then, okay, what's the design cost? You can Google it, Google it in your area. Home advisor, whatever, you know, you can find out a pretty accurate cost without even having to pick up the phone and have somebody come out. So design costs, get that roadmap started. Demolition costs, what are those gonna be? What does the dump cost you per per visit? Uh, what's it gonna cost to haul it? Either yourself or a professional or maybe you're gonna have a dumpster or two or three dropped at your property, how much are those? The demolition tools, do you have all the tools that are necessary to do this? Chainsaws, picks, axes, uh, power equipment, uh, skid loaders, jackhammers, just the list goes on. How about bulk materials? Bulk materials for a landscape project do not come out of a bag necessarily. Bulk materials of soil, composts, gravels, rocks, boulders, all of these bulk materials, and how are you gonna get them from the source to your place? Do you have the means to get it from their yard to your place, or are you gonna have it delivered? And if you have it delivered, what are those costs? They'll be additional. 
So plant material in the fall, you can find a few specials and save a little bit. Although the quality of the plants at the end of the season aren't gonna look as good as they did in the beginning of the season, especially if they're not a high turnover item. Time of year, delivery costs, if you don't have a way of getting the plant material, uh, plant food, fertilizers, uh, if you're doing new lawns, the cost of the seed and the sod and the top dressing. When you talk about hardscape materials, things like uh, cement, uh, cement pouring, finishing, you're gonna do it. You got a brother-in-law, you're gonna have to source it out to a pro. Do you have the tools to do this? How about fencing and everything that goes along with that? Posts and rails and fill boards and screws and whatever, saws. Patio covers, water features, uh, electrical systems installed, lighting, hot tubs. And we talk about tool costs, the rentals, the rentals or purchases of this project. What do you have now versus what can you rent versus what do you need to buy? And in the end, cleanup costs, which that's kind of nominal. That's a trip to the dump usually, depending on how big the project is. You're gonna see at a glance how things can really add up in a hurry. When you talk about a gallon can plant now that can be anywhere from $8 to $14 for a gallon can plant, and then you just multiply that over a whole yard of plants of various sizes, this is also covered much, you know, all these things is covered a lot more in depth in my ebook and digital course. You should check it out. It's at youryardcoach.com. That's my shameless plug for the podcast, youryardcoach.com. You know, a $5,000 budget can be blasted through in a blink of an eye. It really can. And that's on a DIY level. A $5,000 budget on a professional level will probably get you a couple of workers for a week. So kind of consider that. In this day and age, uh, a $25,000 backyard makeover is realistic you can you can get uh, a pretty new yard for that as long as you're not asking for the the Taj Mahal many folks think nothing and I've seen this dozens of times many folks think nothing of spending forty to fifty thousand dollars on a nice kitchen remodel but they scoff and just are dumbfounded when forty or fifty thousand dollars is the cost of a new landscape improvement. That's when reality hits in and you find out that everything, not just stainless steel appliances, everything is expensive. It really is. And never more cheaper than yesterday. Allow yourself some breathing room and exhale as you start this process. It's, uh, it can be a little overwhelming. It can be a little discouraging. But once you have some information and knowledge, it will empower you to make good, sound, financial home improvement decisions. It really does. Don't be shocked after listening, you know, to this episode or watching this week's YouTube video on Yard Coach, when and if you look into a landscape makeover projects. You, you now know a little bit more. You, you have heard it and you will see it. And it will never be cheaper than yesterday, like I said. In, in landscaping costs, there are no off-season savings. Like I said earlier, you might find some plants on sale occasionally. That, that would be a savings. But your soils, your composts, your fertilizers, all those things, not, they're pretty much the same price 
year round. You, you could find some fertilizer on sale at a box store or something like that, but overall you're only talking maybe, uh, I don't know, $50 savings over the course of a project if you find things on sale. I have mentioned sourcing of funds, and I want to talk to you and end this podcast this week with this. Um, I have mentioned sources for funds for those not having cash in the bank. Avenues such as home equity line of credits, you know, that's where you can get some of that flexibility. You know, the bank will say, hey, you got uh, $75,000 in, in equity in your home. We'll extend credit up to $50,000 on a HELOC for you. Oh boy. <clears throat> Available funds like that can be dangerous. And I, I caution you to be uh, frugal-minded and only use what you need to use and pay that sucker off as fast as you can. Second mortgages as well. Maybe you take out a second mortgage or home improvement loan. It's more debt, it really is, but it is an avenue of finance and I've seen many customers, many, many customers do it. Uh, family loans, you know, if grandma, grandma has a whole bunch of money in the bank, she, grandma, can we have $50,000 so we can make uh, your granddaughter Sally's backyard really nice? Oh my God. Uh, but hey, to me, that's a giant yikes. When you start doing business with family and friends, I think it's kind of a yikes, but it is an avenue if you have the correct chemistry and understanding and make sure you write stuff down. There are credit cards. Uh, if you have a, a high credit limit, uh, you can, I have seen people throw credit cards down. I did a job almost $40,000 worth of a uh, landscape job on a credit card. Actually, it was like four credit cards. They took cash advances on it. And they had a second mortgage in the wings that was being approved. And they paid me just fine. And then they took out a, a much lower per month cost in the second mortgage. And then if you're, you're a real gambler, go buy a lotto ticket. Then you don't have too much to worry about, period. Okay, so the almighty budget. Please, don't go trotting down the path of demolition on next Saturday if you don't have an idea of what you want to do and how much you want to spend. Well guys, there you go. Assessing that landscape project budget is a big one. It takes some good communication. It takes some realistic evaluation. But in the end, if you do it right, man, it sure does make a project go a lot easier. Whether you're doing it yourself or you source it out. Hey, that is all I have for you this week. I hope you join me over on the channel this week. There's a little bit more obvious visual stimulation from it. And as always, please, I'd love to have your support by checking out the website. Until next Friday, hey, I'm Matt. You can call me Coach. Thanks for tuning in, and as always, to your landscape success. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Yard Coach Podcast. Don't forget to head over to the website at youryardcoach.com where you will find more DIY landscape education, including the free 15-step DIY landscape checklist, Coach Matt's ebook called Landscaping Simplified, and the flagship digital course, Homescape 1.0. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can email Coach Matt directly at youryardcoach at gmail.com. We'll see you right here next week.